a mighty feast of hot steaming music brought to you in stereo by bostonfreeradio.com. Boston Free Radio has no corporate agenda. We're independent media for the people. Your music, your voice, your station. What is good, y'all? It's your man, the indefinable Sterling Golden, back in the building. This is the Chop Section, held down as always by 320 Entertainment. We thank y'all once again for locking in for this award-winning series here on Boston Free Radio. The Chop Session for five seasons on is 60 minutes of thought-provoking, intimate conversation with the names you need to know now. Family, in case you sleep on an episode of The Chop Session or you happen to lock in late for a premiere here on Boston Free Radio, say less, we got you. You can stream episodes from seasons one through five on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other fine digital streaming platforms. So for this week here on The Chop Session, y'all, we actually are doing something that hits a little bit different for our series. Normally, we have a single guest in the studio covering a single topic for the hour. Well, for this week, we actually have several different guests in our studio covering a variety of different topics, on top of which is on the agenda, House Fashion Week. It's going down this weekend, y'all, October 13th, 14th, and 15th. It is the CNB scene fashion event of the season for New England. House Fashion Week is an alternative brand for fashion that aims to be inclusive, original, fresh, and unique, attaining its own audience and its own look and its own style. Here to discuss this weekend's House Fashion Week events, and y'all, let me tell you, 320 Entertainment is proud to be in the building for this series of events because we're talking about something that is giving unmissable. David, Trizzy, welcome to the Chop Session. Good evening. Here to talk House Fashion Week with y'all. What's good? Hello, hello. Hey. How's everyone doing? Thank you for having me, Mr. Sterling. Obviously, we have a lot to unpack during this segment of the Chop Session, discussing all things House Fashion Week ahead of our events this weekend. So much anticipation surrounding this weekend of fashion situations. But first, David, let's get into the beginnings of House Fashion Week. How was it created? The objective, the mission statement. What is House Fashion Week for the uninitiated? So House Fashion Week is a three-day event. So um, House Fashion Week, you know, will be launched in um, October 13th to the 15th. Um, House Fashion Week is a production that is more than just about fashion presentation. You know, it's about community. It's about um, arts. And obviously, you know, it's about, you know, showcasing fashion. And um, for us, you know, we are not just a production that is um, hosting a fashion event. You know, we're an event that, you know, part of our calendar, we have various different activities. Now, for those unfamiliar, this weekend's series of House Fashion Week events is a three-part situation this coming Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. David, please uh, go into detail for us about what to expect this weekend. 
some of the activities that we have that's on our calendar, starting with the first uh, day of the of of um the the show or the week, should I say, is um an an um installation. So yeah. the installation is pretty much a presentation. You know, um, models not going to be walking. You know, we're just basically presenting. You know, um, these uh, various designers and stuff, and it's more like. Um, you know, designers just stand, excuse me, models just standing there, you know, similar to how you would, you know, walk into a department store and you would see a mannequin and you would see the wardrobe on the, on the, um, on the mannequin. So that's pretty much what the installation is about. Then the second day, you know, we're doing a panel discussion. You know, we have some amazing, amazing panelists, you know, from, you know, styluses to models to, um, um, influencers. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, and then the show, the show, uh, the last day, which is a Saturday, we're featuring um, about ten designers. You know, well, the hope is to obviously present ten designers, but sometimes, you know, in production, you know, things happen. You know, designers, you know, may possibly, you know, drop out or things may happen. But the goal is to feature ten designers, and each designer is presenting fifteen looks. You know, and um, again, the show, it's. You know, when you talk about the the show itself, you know, the show is, first of all, the show is free, you know. Right. And you don't get that a lot, you know. So uh, most shows that that happens here in Boston, you know, you're looking at, you know, very high price points. You know, for us, myself and Trizzy, you know, who's um, the marketing director and my amazing partner, which I call her my partner. And welcome, by the way, Trizzy Tran, <laughs> to the shop session. You know, so, for having me. Hey, so, the, the, you know, we want we want House Fashion Week to be a production that is part of the community, you know. <clears throat> and by, you know, us having the show open to the public, you know, that allows everyone to partake, you know. That allows us to market the production um, to everyone, you know, not just, you know, a specific uh, demographic, but, you know, it's a production that's marketed to everyone and, and it should be inclusive to everyone. Everyone should be able to um, attend the show and see great to see a great fashion show and also to network. You know, uh, the show is not just about, again, pres- you know, presenting um, just the overall collections of these designers, but also network, you know, network and bring out the best. You know, so that's pretty much all in all what um, the schedule and what we're about. I'll say this, David, you know, we're talking about something that is immersive, a presentation that is a bridge connecting fashion lovers, the local press, you know, retailers for fashion, you know, PR outlets, socialites, influencers, you know. There's just so many opportunities for connecting here. It's an inclusive networking opportunity that connects the fashion industry community to designers and brands, you know, and this is something that is pretty cool, you know, because it presents an alternative fashion situation for those looking for something new in the area. It's used to a whole new audience out here. It's something that I'm excited for, you know, and hey, man, you know, Anybody who will be there this weekend, and by the way, um, tickets are scarce as we speak. The October 15th event in particular, general admission tickets are gone now. They are history. They are sold out. There are still limited reserve tickets available for a donation fee. Go to the link in my Instagram bio for more information on that. But yeah, man, David, this is exciting shit. 
I'm looking forward to it. The community is looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting, man, for real. Trizzy Tran, I see uh, I'm sure you concur with what I'm saying right now. And I would love to get your thoughts about this weekend's upcoming series of House Fashion Week events. We don't want fashion to be something just that centralized in major city like New York, Milan, or Paris. We want to bring it to everywhere that we live. And here in Boston, people are fashionable, but we but they don't have a platform to really speak their voice or dress how they feel comfortable. So they kind of have to da- downgrade it to, to kind of fit in in the norm that everybody else dress. So with House Fashion Week, we want to introduce that new perspective so people can dress how they feel comfortable and be creative as much as they visions can bring and with the fashion installations work like david mentions we're going to have models wearing designers emerging designers clothing and as well as having performers perform to make the experience more interactive so similar to walking into a museum and you see artworks but here, you can feel the music, socialize. It's a connectivities event. So you can get connected with other creatives, musicians, as well as fashion lovers and art lovers. So that's what we want to bring to the city. As well as the panel discussions, we're going to have models, influencers, people who have already really well established themselves in the industry to speak to the audience, answer questions, just to be that mentor that's you know inspiring aspiring models will want to have for us as um producers of house fashion week you know we didn't want to settle on just local boston designers you know we wanted to bring outside designers and we have designers that's coming from new york designers come that's coming from canada designers that's coming from you know utah that's coming from pretty much you know various different um places you know in in different cities and towns um so, you know, each designer brings a different component. Each designer brings a different type of um style, a different type of um presentation, you know. And I, I think do. the most important thing for us as producers, right? And this is this has been sort of kind of like lost a little bit um here in the city. We stuck with the cohesiveness the cohesiveness of the production when in terms of producing and presenting a season. You know, we want to stick with spring, summer, you know, we don't want to be the type of production where, you know, you're showcasing fall, winter, you know, during the season where you should be showcasing spring, summer, you know, so we stuck with that, you know, and it, it it's important for us to um, present that to the audience, you know, um, if it. If obviously those who know about fashion, everything is within season, you know, and and for us, you know, we want to be able to present a production and especially in particular with these designers, whereas it's cohesive, you know, and to your point and to your question, excuse me, about, you know, uh, design, the designers that um, that we're going to be showcasing. I mean, I mean, are you talking about amazing designers? I mean, you know, you talk about designers that are emerging new designers but these are but these are designers that most likely you know you will see you will hear a lot you will hear a lot about them in in the near future you know and especially with the way they um are particular with how they present their collection um the way they create their collection and we wanted each designer to make sure that their collection is is pristine okay is complete 
Okay, we don't want to um, present any any designers that have incomplete collections. All right, Joe. Now I want to pivot toward what's happening this coming Friday for House Fashion Week, day two of your weekend of events. We're talking about the House Fashion Week panel discussion as moderated by my dear confidant Racine in the city, a co-host of the Mayor's Lounge show on another radio station, also a fashion blogger extraordinaire and an alumni of the Old Sterling Perspective podcast. Y'all, this is your chance to hear directly from models and creatives as they discuss their careers in fashion and entertainment. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to listen in on how they found success in their respective fields while staying true to their own values in industry. Trizzy, David, talk me up here. Let's hear more about this coming Friday's House Fashion Week panel discussion. Yes. So we're really excited to have Diane Hapchi, Andrea Cardigan, who is a former Patriot cheerleader as well as a captain on the team, and TJ Moore, who is a New York model, Gabrielle Governor, who is a Boston model, and Kathy Ben Harris, who is a stylist that is really well known in our city. Very cool. Very, so, very cool. so go for it. So you know the the, the panel discussion um, again. It's about community. Okay, the panel discussion. It's about you know um, putting together an all star cast. And in my opinion, I believe we do have an all star cast. You know, when you when you talk about Diana Hibachi, she's a former um, Miss Dubai. Right. She is um, <laughs> an amazing um, person, person, human being and, and a great model as well. And um, unbelievable um, influencer, you know, with a huge platform. And then we have um, Andrea, who is, again, a former um, Patriot Sheila. Andrea, I've known Andrea for such a long time and she's been a huge supporter of of, of ours, you know, and, and especially in particular with um, House Fashion Week. And and we just did. um well, our media partner, um, Boston Man Magazine, just did a an amazing cover with Andrea, um, who will be um, showcasing that cover. Um. Speaking of the magazine, so the magazine will also be released on the date of the fashion show. All right, y'all. Now, to summarize what's going on this weekend with this series of House Fashion Week events, it goes like this, y'all. It all begins this coming Thursday at the Artisans Asylum, 96 Holton Street in Boston, bell time, 7 p.m. It is the House Fashion Week fashion installation event, a presentation of emerging fashion designers and brands given a platform to exhibit their collections to the world. Very limited reserve tickets are still available for a donation fee. Go to the link in my Instagram bio now to secure what's left of those tickets. From there, we move on to Friday with the House Fashion Week panel discussion as moderated by Racing in the City, an in-depth conversation with fabulous models and creatives in the industry, talking up their careers in fashion, entertainment, and more. Much like the installation happening on Thursday, this also takes place at Artisans Asylum, 96 Holton Street in Boston. Very limited tickets are available, y'all, at the link in my Instagram bio. Get them now before they're gone. And then the main event. This coming Saturday evening, it is House Fashion Week's Spring and Summer 2023 Collection Presentation. 
a fashion show curated to highlight and showcase designers to promote their brand to fashion-minded individuals and industry elites. We're talking about a premier event in Boston for fashion designers, local press, influencers, retailers, PR people, socialites, and more. An unmissable networking opportunity and a must-see fashion presentation. It goes down this Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern at District Hall, 75 Northern Avenue in the Seaport District of Boston. And right now, there are very limited tickets available for a donation fee. Go to the link once again in my Instagram bio for that ticket information. David, Trizzy, this has been a fabulous discussion. Looking forward to this weekend. And where, Dave, Trizzy, can we find out more about House Fashion Week beyond this conversation this evening? Well, you know, we have our website, you know, housefashionweek.com. We have our Instagram, house, you know. House um, Fashion Week. House Fashion Week. As well as our TikTok as How Fashion Week as well. We're very active and we try to be as communicative as possible. So if you have any questions, feel free to drop a DM and we'll respond to you as soon as we can. And also email us as well. You know, um, our website, you know, is is extremely um, interactive. So I would encourage, you know, um, everyone to check out our website. You know, you'll see more. Um, and learn more about uh, House Fashion Week. You know, we have various different components on our website. Not the, Our website is not just a website where, you know, you can see the, uh, the calendar. Our website, you know, we have past events um, and also a cool feature that we have on our website. And again, one of the things that we talked about when, when, when we are um, highlighting House Fashion Week is w- – the importance of community. We attend a lot of events, you know, and when you go on the um, on our website, and then I think there's a section on the website. Um, it's I called house culture. It's called house culture, right? House culture is community. House culture is us attending events, right, and covering events, right, and also. Um, providing various different platforms for our community. Mm-hmm. So when you look at House Fashion Week, we didn't want it we didn't want the our platform to just be about just fashion. Again, you'll hear us talk about community throughout this interview because it's important for us for us to be very to, for us to be engaged with our community. Absolutely. Y'all we'll have more throughout the hour here on the chop session from Dave and from Trizzy, of course, again, House Fashion Week this coming weekend, October 13th, 14th, and 15th. If y'all ain't there, you're at the wrong situation, y'all. Let me tell you, okay? Mm-hmm. Do pull up for all things House Fashion Week this coming weekend. But when we come back here on the Chop Session, we're going to hear more about Magic Mirror of New England from a fabulous human who I got to meet recently at a fabulous event aboard a yacht. And she made it a highlight, and we're going to hear more about this in a few. So keep it locked right here on Boston Free Radio. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden. This is The Chop Session. All right, y'all. Welcome back. So for this next segment here on The Chop Session, we've got someone fabulous in the studio right now, actually. And she has her whole setup with us right now, in fact. I'm talking about Magic Mirror of New England. Recently, I ran into Magic Mirror on a yacht at an event held by Boston Man Magazine. My dear friend Sarah runs this thing. We're talking about a high-quality service that gives you the ultimate 360 experience at your event. Y'all, this is cool stuff. Okay, you've seen this on social media 
360 cameras. It's so much fun. Okay. It's a very cool time. And I'm really happy to have Sarah this week to discuss Magic Mirror with all y'all here on the Chop Session on the invite. And what can I say? You know, I had fun doing it. We had fun here in the studio, in fact, doing it before our show today. Sarah, looking fabulous, fabulous attitude on you, very positive person. I see you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Hey, of course. You know, so with you here right now, Sarah, let's first talk about the night we first ran into each other aboard the yacht. Second floor of the yacht. I happen to walk in. You're making these amazing videos. And people are like, oh, well, come on board, you know, do the whole video thing with us. So I get on the platform and next thing we're doing, you know, we are doing this 360 motion thing. It was a trip, you know, and I posted it on social media a few days later. I got a dope reaction, you know, fabulous night. But let's talk about Magic Mirror of New England, how it came to be and what it's all about. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so um, originally I always wanted to own a business. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Uh, a lot of my friends and colleagues own companies, and I, I wasn't sure really what I wanted. I love photography, but I didn't want to just be a photographer because um, there's so many photographers out there. Uh, I really wanted to find something different, and um, I really prayed about it, to be honest with you, and I just kind of let the universe bring it to me, and I saw the the mirror, actually, is how I started my business. I saw that uh, initially online, and the amazing things that... Um, the animations that pop up on the screen, um, you can all customize those for whatever event you're at. And I was like, wow, I've never seen anything like that. Um, and so I, I learned more about it. And um, it actually originated overseas. That's where they came up with the concept. And you you purchase you know, the mirror and then you can start your own business. So that's what I did. And um, I never thought it would grow to be what it is today. I have three different booths now. Um, the 360 is the one that you got to experience. Um, and it, it's really taken off like crazy. People see it on the red carpet. People are like, oh, is that the one from the red carpet? Um, and, and it is. It's actually uh, the best uh, 360 that they have out there right now. And um, it's just unbelievable, all the events and really exciting experiences that I get to be a part of um, by owning this business. It's in the studio as we speak, actually, right now. And after we finish up taping here, we're actually going to do a little bit of this magic mirror thing for our social media, y'all. And uh, I think you get the idea of what it is. But, you know, I just enjoyed meeting Sarah so much and experiencing magic mirror so much. I had her have her pull up here to the chop session this week. And I want to know, you know, like, I'm curious, though, because you do so much outside of magic mirror. You know, I want to know more about Sarah you know, who she is, what she does outside of Magic Mirror, because you have a hell of a grind going on. You're very positive in your approach to things, very uplifting personality. So let's give some of that vibe to our listeners right now, hear more about you and what you do and what keeps you going. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a super positive person. 
Um, I, I love bringing my energy to um, different places. But in general, I'm a New Hampshire realtor. So I help people find a new home when they're interested in moving to New Hampshire. So that's something that I do. Um, and then I recently started getting into energy consulting. So I help businesses and um, different people throughout the communities in New England um, to lower the expenses of their energy, whether that's gas or electric. Um, so I really just try to help people um, in whatever way I can and bring that positive energy to those experiences. You really do. You know, you definitely give positivity when we interact with you, Sarah. You know, there's so much cool shit that you do. And I'll tell you this too, you know, if you ever run into her at an event, like say, you know, for one of the local publications that do events, that kind of thing, you'll see Magic Mirror, you know, pulling up and you'll see her set up and you'll see people that just want to get up on that thing and be a part of that experience, you know. I want to know though, okay, from the short time you've done Magic Mirror of New England, what's the one experience you've had so far that stands out the most, the most memorable Magic Mirror interaction you've had so far and why? Um, I definitely feel like my favorite event is definitely on Sir Winston. Um, both years was just really fun. The first year I had the mirror on it. It was very interesting to be on a yacht with a photo booth. Um, <laughs> it, it's definitely, it was for the Boston Man event. Um, I'm a part of their club, the Legacy Club. That's where you and I met, actually. Yeah, yeah. the Boston Man. Yeah, Shout magazine. out to Boston Man Magazine. Yes. Um, That's your cue, Dave. It's, it's, Shout out to Boston Man Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Go ba on, Zara. Ba Boston Man Magazine is really a wonderful community of people. Um, it's you know business owners, professionals, um, models, uh, professional athletes, um, and it's just an amazing place to network and meet people um, within our community. And I've I've had nothing but amazing experiences. But um, the best one was uh, on the Sir Winston, and the first time I took the mirror on, which was very. Um, very elaborate and it's heavy. It's 150 pounds, the mirror itself, actually. So getting that on the, the ship was a, a task in of its own. But this year we did the 360. It was a hit. Um, that's where I got to see you and everybody went crazy for it. It's really amazing how you- Almost fell off and broke my yeah. neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's definitely happened to people all, all the time. Um, they want to dance and jump around and they forget they're on a platform with a- that's exactly what happened <laughs> on my end of things. I was getting so into the experience because I had some pretty dope company that evening that Sarah met as well. And that's where most of my night was spent, actually. And I was getting so into being on the platform, you know, that when they started to slow the thing down, I'm still moving and I forget where I am for a second and I lose my footing and I almost fell right on my head, you know, on the yacht. And um, the yacht was parked also at the dock. I just want to mention, you know, that was the thing that totally mind fucked me about the event was when I found out the day of that. And don't get me wrong. It was a lituation. It was a dope party. Big shout to Boston Man Magazine and everything they do. One of the best outfits we have and all that. But I wanted to ask why the boat remained docked. This year, he wanted everyone to be able to experience it, and some people could only come for like an hour. Um, but last year, the year before, we did take off after the first two hours. We went out for an hour, and it was it was really breathtaking to be on on the ship. That's what I'm saying, music. yeah, I wish we had done that this year. Hopefully, we will next year. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. part of the whole thing was 
the aspect of you know going out into the on board the boat and experiencing everything you get to see in the city, you know, and getting out well, into I the water. Didn't. Uh, listen, I get seasick. Yeah. <laughs> you get seasick, Dave. Oh, yeah, I've had I've had terrible experiences out in the sea and gotten oh, no. Okay, y'all out there. Next time Dave is aboard your cruise ship, be sure to serve him uh, corn, cl- cam- uh, clams, and peas. And warm beer, or just left him on the on the dock, right? Right. Yeah. Corn, clams, peas, and warm beer. So what's that supposed to do, my guy Dave? <laughs> <laughs> home, David. <laughs> Is that a remedy for for for, for seasick? Well, for seasickness. <laughs> put it this way: uh, you will prefer seasickness compared to having that. Oh. <laughs> You'll appreciate seasickness more. And you will be like, you know something? Actually, being aboard a cruise ship ain't such a bad thing after all, you know? No, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that being said, it was a great time, you know? And big shout out to Boston Man Magazine for that experience, you know? And I want to know, you know, um, this being the second week of October, you know, with uh, House Fashion Week this weekend, so much going on the fall season. What's coming up in October beyond this week? For magic, for magic mirror, where can we find you again? Oh, um, I'm going to continue doing um, the Boston Man events, but um, I do so many weddings. I'm at weddings, birthday parties. This weekend, I got a 50th birthday party and a wedding, um, and I have three booths. So it, it just really depends on you know what event it fits best well with. But mainly, a lot of weddings. I'm telling you, this year has been crazy. I'd say 75 percent of my business is all weddings. You showed me a really cool video from a wedding, actually. They showed the bride to be, you know, showing off her rock. And, you know, she was just, you know, feeling herself aboard that magic mirror platform. She was having the best time, you know. Certainly was. 360 motion, the whole deal, you know. It was amazing. Yeah. Check that out, you know. And I'll tell you now, if by the time you hear this, you've seen the videos already, you know, but... It's a dope situation, and y'all haven't lived until you've seen Gosha grace the Magic Mirror 360 platform, because it's the most fabulous visual you will see on that thing, okay? We're for real on this, y'all, okay? It's giving fabulous. So where can people find you on social media, and how can they book you? Um, simply from my website, I actually make it really easy to check pricing and availability right on my site, um, magic mirror of N E new England.com. And you can just click check pricing. You can see which booth you like either the mirror, the 360, or this other dream booth that we have. Um, and you can just reserve it. It's only a hundred dollars to save the date. Um, so if it's in next year, you have an event, make it really easy for you to count on our service, um, to be at your event and for us to really make it fabulous for you. Very cool. You can also find me on Instagram at magicmirrorofne.com. At magicmirrorofne. N-E, yes. Follow Magic Mirror of New England and hear more about what she does. That being said, y'all, speaking of things you have to hear more about, there's someone fabulous here in the studio who I, every, it seems like annually on the CHOP session, we take time to catch up with each other. And I think we're about at that time of the year. So coming up next on the CHOP session, I'm catching up with my dearest confidant in our city. And if you know by now, then awesome. If you didn't know by now, we didn't want you to know. But more in a few. This is the Chop Session. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden, and this is Boston Free Radio.
All right, y'all. Now, to wrap things up this week here on The Chop Session, we have a dear confidant of mine who's visiting in the studio this week to discuss her latest goings-on in life. Sometimes my dear friend pulls up to the studio to hang out. Sometimes she sits in on our shows. And that is the case this week. Seems like at least once a year here on the show, my dear friend Gosha stops by to give us an update on what's going on with her. And we always catch up, whether it's on the phone or at events or what have you. I've known her for several years and she's my closest confidant in the industry and in life itself. And I'm happy to finally have Gosha back in the room with me. Last time I saw you, Gosha, was for our shared birthday parties last December. Now, here we are. It's October, nearly a year later. And we're celebrating our birthdays once again very soon. Yours is next month. Mine's in December. But darling, it's always fabulous seeing you. Welcome back to the Chop Session. Gosha, how are you, love? Hello. Um, thank you for having me in the studio. It's always um, a pleasure to be here, and it's always an honor to be here. It's always an honor to have you pull up, you know, because uh, in this industry, y'all, you know, you got to remember it's, op- it's important to keep your circle small, but make sure those you keep in that circle understand loyalty, understand, you know, true value of a connection you make with a confidant, and understand that what your ride or die is all about, you know, and why important it is to have that person in your life. And in this case, Gosha and I have known one another for several years now. And in that time, we've grown to become, you know, tight confidants. And it's been about a year. I'll keep it a hundred with you. It's been about a year since I've last seen Gosha and we're making up for lost time right now. And so I want to know Gosha in the past uh, year since I've last seen you, when we celebrated our birthdays together and uh, we don't recall most of the details, you know, <laughs> but uh, it was that kind of an afternoon. It hit, we come different, y'all. We hit different, okay? We come different all the time. What's been happening since I last saw you, love? A lot has been happening and uh, hopefully there'll be more happening, uh, more good things happening this year. I mean, one of the good things that I'm hoping for is that we're going to see each other more than just once a year. <laughs> and uh, I, I know, mean, right? we've, been, we've been catching up on the phone, but, uh, you know, we need to do more in-person uh, you do. meetings. So um, yeah. hopefully we'll improve on that. Um it's been, um, you know, a strange year and a good year, like for many people, but um, all is good now. And uh, got back from my um, summer adventures uh, <laughs> in the mountains and yeah. uh, trying to stay away from 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 uh, too much going on in the city. Um, uh, and and and, um, uh, but now I'm ready to get back to 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 the activities and um it's the first day of fall hello fall yes and uh fall is a month of fashion so um i'm ready to do more fashion uh this month Um, absolutely actually end of september and the whole october certainly so um um in the past you know um a lot of people got sick you know the war in ukraine i've been doing a lot of um um work helping uh, people. Amazing work you've done, by the way. A lot of charity events. I even traveled 
traveled to Poland and, and, and carried um, things in hand, um, help humanitarian aid, um, met people from the war front, and we passed on humanitarian aid, um, brought things back also from from the war front here, uh, and, and we, we, we helped also to... Um, um, equip ambulances and backpacks with uh, essential medical care products yeah. that uh, medicine yeah. and, and anything that's important mm -hmm. uh, for injured people in war. So actually those ambulances, those backpacks do save people's lives. And uh, we've been also helping refugees um Uh, we got about three million refugees in in, in my country, so right now, right, right. so um, it's it's increasing still the the number. Some of it might also be decreasing because people are moving to other countries too. Uh, so this has been absorbing me a lot and occupying me a lot. Plus, you know, uh, my mom's health problems. Um, Her hospitalization um, due to second COVID, and a lot of our friends, including myself, catching uh, COVID twice this year. So it's you know we've had a lot of uh, health troubles, but um, you know we all snapped out of it and um, doing well now and um, getting back to more positive work in Boston. Um, well, clearly people are still getting sick and we have to be careful, but obviously we also have to learn to live with it and, and protect ourselves and, and take care of ourselves. And, 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 uh, um, I mean, there, there are vaccines, boosters now, remedies. Um, mm. so, so, uh, hopefully, you know, we can, we can manage it, but people are still dying. People are still getting sick. So sure. we have to be careful. And obviously, if we get sick, we shouldn't be running around and spreading it and being reckless and careless, actually. And this is, I think, what's tricky about this, because for some people, it's asymptomatic. So you could be That's true. I forgot about that. positive yeah. and running mm -hmm. around with it. Some people, um, you know, they're just having sniffles and they're like, oh, it's just sniffles. Uh, and you sometimes like, oh, you're coughing, you're having sniffles. But, uh, you know, did you get tested? Oh, no, no, it's just the cold i didn't need to get tested mm. and then everybody else gets sick that'll happen <laughs> right and then you know the, i mean there are different gradation of of being sick you know for 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 us particular me um i would say it was something in the middle like my first one i ended up with long covid and the second one was just super unpleasant but yeah. um i don't think i got long covid from the second one i'm just dealing with chronic fatigue right now uh but i've seen people hospitalized including my mom who almost lost her life and oh my I've, god uh, wow. i've seen you know i've heard and seen of people dying too so you know just different things do happen and it's the virus the virus looks like it's mutating so it looks like it's not um as bad as the, the first variant or the first variant we were dealing with so yeah. most of us um should be okay with it yeah um but still i think you know um, we still should be cautious and quarantine and, Absolutely. and stay away from people when we get sick. So, so I ended up with two, two quarantines uh, this year plus a third mystery vi virus that apparently wasn't covered, but I still quarantined <laughs> just in case. So there was a lot of that going on for me. So that kind of kept me away from the yeah. scene. 
Uh, but um, I'm stronger now. I'm better. I am back. Um, I'm still working uh, uh, with a lot of uh, people uh, from Ukraine and trying to help help out uh, with the war and help yeah. uh, refugees and help people in in need and and Amazing. on the war front. But I also um, want to get back to doing to doing other things that I loved, which is fashion. And October is a fashion month. You know, so many amazing things you've done this year, love, as far as your philanthropy work, you know, helping out refugees and it's admirable, it's amazing what you do. I've seen you do some amazing fashion work this year as well at regional shows. 2023, I'm guaranteed, is going to be probably your finest year so far. You Let's know. hope it will be. I, I, um, I'm striving for it. I am an optimist. I'm a very positive person, uh, just like you. <laughs> and um, I think it will be our best year ever. What do you look forward to most in the new year coming up in a couple of months? Um, to life getting back to um, the way it used to be, to us um, doing more things that we love and um, to peace in this world. Um, I hope all the wars will end and uh, I do too. we can finally um, focus on positive things and uh, – and hopefully, uh, no more, no more pandemics, and no more, <laughs> no more lockdowns, and and um, I agree. Just uh, looking forward to spending more time with um, people like you, and and a lot likewise, of my love. wonderful friends, and people in the fashion industry, and, and the event industry. Um, so, and more with my family and friends, and more travel. So um, it's going to be the best year ever. Thank you, darling. Always a pleasure having you here on the CHOP session. And y'all, that concludes this week's episode. Definitely a different situation. We normally don't have several topics in an hour. But hey, a lot of friends pulled up this week. Let's get them all on this hour. Obviously, you know what to do this weekend. It is, in fact, House Fashion Week's events, October 13th, 14th, and 15th, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Hit the link in my Instagram bio for more details on that. Of course, Magic Mirror of New England. Go to magicmirrorofne.com for more about how to get hooked up with Magic Mirror for your event. And of course, big love to my dear confidant, Gosha. Always fabulous having you in the studio, love. Next week here on The Chop Session, back to our one-on-one format, talking to visual artist extraordinaire Yvonne Blanco. I recently met Yvonne at the New Alliance Studios, not too far from here in New England. And now, Yvonne Blanco will be in the studio with us next Monday at 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Boston, free radio for the CHOP session. Now, y'all, in case you sleep on an episode of our series or happen to lock in late for a premiere here on Boston Free Radio, say less. We got you. You can stream episodes of The Chop Session from seasons one through five on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other fine digital streaming platforms. And of course, you can find The Chop Session on social media at Chop Session Show on Instagram and at The Chop Session on Twitter. And your man, the indefinable Sterling Golden on social media as well. At Instagram at DJ Sterling Golden. On Twitter at DJ Sterling Golden with one G. Could not fit two in the handle. Too many characters. And on TikTok as well at DJ Sterling Golden. And hey, as always, we appreciate your support. 
This season has been our most streamed so far for the Chop Session, and we have big love and gratitude for all y'all for that. We have Yvonne Blanco next week, but for now, this is the Chop Session. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden, and I say stop. Stop.